A paz do Senhor por todos. Uh, pode sentar? Oh, you can sit down. That's the Brazilian greeting. We say the peace of the Lord to everyone. Um, I'm so honored to be here. I'd, I'd like to thank uh, your pastor. I'd like to thank Brother Kinto. Uh, and he's been great. He actually let us cook in his kitchen. And that's good for us because we love to cook. And so it's been a, just a privilege and an honor to be with you. Um, I am more of a, probably more of a redneck than your, your pastor. Uh, my first language is redneck, and I learned English somewhere along the way. And so uh, I'm honored, and I'm just so privileged to be here. I'd like to show you a little video of some of the things that we do uh, in Brazil. This is our church, and it's grown a little since the, the men helped us build it. This is the whole complex. On the other side, we have a cafeteria. This is our church family. I'll tell you about her mom a little later. These kids all got the Holy Ghost uh, in one of our services. This is our human foosball uh, that's on our property. And we, this is one of our church picnics there on the, uh, our property down there. This is Vacation Bible School. And it was called Reconstruction. And we do a lot of youth on missions, AYC and youth trips. Uh, this is from Brother Mitchell. They're from Colorado. This was in Rio. And you know some of these guys here. There's Brian dancing away with Joey. There's Safi singing in the background. This was a uh, street service, and we had uh, one lady get the Holy Ghost while on the street right there. My pastor, Brother Hadabal, and uh, he brought a youth on missions team down. And this is the, uh, the AYC team that came to visit us. Give you a little look at our property. We have about 30 acres on the outskirts of Sao Paulo. Uh, some of the fruits and vegetables. Pineapple. Uh, we have dragon fruit. We have uh, a lot of bananas. A few monkeys and a few toucans. We are building an Amherst house. Uh, we have a lot of people that come and we're in a remote area so they stay on the property with us. And so uh, this is the site. You can see there's the foundation going in. And this is uh, the first level being built. And we just now put concrete on this level and we'll have a second level on top of this. Do a lot of baptisms. Uh, this is our lake. That was our first baptismal place. And this is my wife's family. I had the privilege of baptizing her family in the name of Jesus. That was her brother. This is her sister. We do a lot with uh, feeding the hungry. We are taking food baskets to needy families.
have an orphanage on, uh, there on the property, and it also serves as a house for endangered mothers and children. Uh, the first few slides here, uh, this is one of the, the ladies there that stayed with her family. She had just given birth, and the, the stepfather of this little boy beat him up so badly that the city was going to take away the kids. And so they came and stayed with us a while until she could get back to her family. This is our two girls that are in our orphanage. This is Bia and Giselle. And my wife picks up uh, street kids every, uh, every Sunday. We've had eight of them get the Holy Ghost. And this is inside the orphanage, and this is the orphanage house. Those are eucalyptus trees in the background. And we thank you uh, for your support. And there's my family. We are very privileged to do what we do. Um, God is so good. I don't have words to express how good God is and allowing us to be a part of something. That's why, that's why you need to support your church. It's not that you have to pay anything. You get to be a part of something fantastic that God is going to do. And I'm just honored to be a part of what God's doing in the end times. I want to call my little girl up. I'm going to have her uh, sing something. Uh, she was born on the mission field. And so she is 11. Her name is Janae. Praise the Lord, church.
There's nothing like him. He changed me, my life. Gave me a family. Gave me a hope. And he's never, never, ever forsaken me. And I'm so honored to just be able to serve. I think that's what we're called to be, a serve. In the book of Isaiah, it says, Isaiah 42 and 3, A bruised reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. That's how the world sees Jesus. He was the humble servant. He wouldn't hurt a fly. And he came humbly to die on a cross. But that's not how the spiritual world sees Jesus. Mark 1 and 24, it says, saying, let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. The name of Jesus is everything. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess the name of Jesus. Demons tremble at that name. When I was, when we had just got to Brazil, we'd been there less than a year. And we, uh, we were in a remote place. We're out in, out in the country. And I like that because I'm a, I'm a country boy. But one morning we woke up and there were four armed men. Guns are illegal in Brazil, but it's funny the criminals got them. Go figure. And these men came in and they were looking for a safe in our house. And we don't have a safe. And they had my me tied up. And they had a gun pointed at my little girl's head. Not this one, my, my second daughter. And they said, if you don't tell us where the safe is, we're going to kill her. Sir, I don't have a safe. And then I hear my little girl start to pray and repent. Say, God, I'm sorry for all I've done. Forgive me, Lord. She thought she was going to die. And I'm dead. I can't do anything. I can't do anything to save my little girl. And as she began repenting, she said, Lord, I feel your presence here. Jesus, I know you're in this place. Jesus, don't let them do us any harm. And they didn't. As they tied me up for the final time in a different room, they said, we normally come in a place and we beat everybody up. We break the place up, but we haven't hurt anybody here. because of the name of Jesus. You see, the spiritual world was trying to scare us away. We have people that practice makumba, which is witchcraft or, or voodoo. We might know by one of those. And they will do little sacrifices on the corner. And I said to my wife, I didn't know what it was. I said, what is that? She said, well, that's, that's witchcraft. I said, well, it's not going to happen here. Not in, my, not in my backyard, not in this house. So I went and grabbed my sledgehammer and my anointing oil. And to me, those are about the same. One breaks physical things and one breaks spiritual things. 
And I went down and I broke every part of that little sacrifice up. And then I anointed it and I said, Lord, if they do this again, Lord, you put a disease only you can cure on them. Because Lord, I want them saved. And they didn't do it again there. They had to move because it was no longer uh, profitable for them to be there. So they moved to another corner and we finally just anointed the whole thing. And there's a, they call him a paisanto. He's the, the head guy there. And he makes a lot of money on what he does. Except he stopped making money. Because it didn't work anymore. Because the name of Jesus was declared in that spot. If you just knew how much power was in the name of Jesus. If you just understood who Jesus was and is, you would understand the power that you have. We had a lady that, that came in and she was the one that cleaned the altar of the, they, they call it the center. It's the Macumba Center. She came with, an, with her daughter. And the daughter came and, and the daughter was praying. The daughter received the Holy Ghost, but the mother was sitting in the back. And the spirits were talking to her and said, you can go to any other church in this city, but not this one. Because if you stay here, they're going to kill us. The woman had had a migraine for three weeks. My wife said, Rosalie, if you get baptized, that migraine's going to go away. She says, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to get baptized. My wife baptized her. The headache left immediately. She walked out different than she walked in. The problem is her husband is still into that stuff and her husband drugged her and tried to get them to perform a ceremony to, to download uh, demons in her. And she got away, she escaped and she, she was running and she noticed nobody was running after her. And later on, she asked her husband, why weren't you chasing me? He said, we couldn't. There was a wall of fire between us and you and we could not pass it. You see, there is power in the name of Jesus. Whatever situation that you're in, I don't know what it is. I don't have to know, but I do know a name that is above every other name. I do know a name that you can call on and he will hear you. I do know a name that cares about your soul. I do know a name that loves you more than the enemy hates you. And if you're today, he's here. He's just wanting a relationship with you. He's wanting to be able to, to talk to you and walk with you like he did with Adam. He's wanting to be able to tell things that he has for your life. And he's wanting you to come up a little higher. I am a product of mercy and grace. I ran from my calling. I believe there are many called. 
The Bible says, and few are chosen, but I know that there are called people in here. And I ran from my calling for over two years. And I ended up one day in an emergency room with a pulmonary embolism. My blood pressure began to tank. And the nurse began to stab me with every needle that you can imagine. He said, Mr. Cooper, can you hear me? Mr. Cooper, don't leave me. And the last voice I hear is God saying, if you don't do what I need you to do, I don't need you. And I said, Lord, I, I want to walk my girls down the aisle. Lord, have mercy. And I'm only here today because of mercy. Don't let it come to that. This calling that, that God gave me is the best thing that ever happened to me. Working for the Lord has been the best thing that has ever happened in my life. I'm in love with the Lord. It's such a sweet name. Let's stand today. I'm going to call my wife up. I'm going to let her do an altar call. A paz do Senhor, igreja. Praise the Lord, church. I am so thankful to be here this morning. I'm thankful to meet more of the family. I would like to invite you, let's finish into this altar. I don't know how you walked in here this morning, but you don't have to walk out the same way that you walked in. Jesus, the only one that can save, the only one that can set free, the only one that can heal, the only one, it's here. And you see, you might think, why was I born? Well, let me tell you why. When he created the world, many years ago, he projected you to be born and be alive at this time. To make a difference. You are in this world to make a difference. Don't thank you that you were just born to live your life. And then die. No. You were born to make a difference. And if you are in this church today. You weren't just born to make a difference. You were called to make a difference. You were set apart to make a difference. Now let me tell you something else. And I would like you to repeat with me. It's not about me. Stop thinking that it's about you. Because it's not about you. Okay? God created us to live a life that's not about me. Can you imagine 
if Joseph in the Bible would have said, no, I don't want to live this life. I don't want to be sold as a slave. Where would Israel be today? So you see, there is somebody that is waiting for you to make a difference in their life. But first, I need him to make a difference in my life so that I can make a difference in somebody else's life. Raise your hand, close your eyes wherever you are. Say, Jesus, I surrender. I surrender all to you, my Jesus. Help me to understand that it's not about me, but it's what you want to do through me. Lord, here I am. I surrender all to you. Lord Jesus, whatever you want to do, I say yes. Wherever you want to take me, I say yes. I am a willing vessel. Is there a willing vessel here tonight, this morning? Is there a willing vessel that says, here I am. Here I am. I surrender. But it's not just a surrender with your voice. It's a surrender with your heart, with your mind, with your spirit. I surrender. I surrender. He is a personal God. And he wants to meet you wherever you are. Wherever is your need. Wherever is your situation. He is a personal God. All you have to say, Lord, have mercy. Help me, Lord. Help me. It's time to surrender, church. It's time to go to the next step. It's time to come higher. Jesus. 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 Here I am. Here I am. I surrender all to you, my Jesus. Have your way in my life. Have your way in my family. Have your way, my Jesus. I surrender all to you. You are my everything. I worship you, my King of Kings. I worship you. Hallelujah. Worship church. Hallelujah. Worship him. Tomorrow is not promised to us, but right now is. Lord, Lord Jesus, have mercy upon me. I want to do your will. I don't want to continue to live my way. I choose to live the life that you, that you, my Lord, created for me. You see, I always said, 
that I do not want to live my way. I want to live the life that God designed for me to live. And I'm so glad I did. That's it. We need people that are filled with the Holy Ghost, praying in this altar, laying hands on people. The Lord's coming back. And it's time for harvest. It's time.